For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to preview the Titans' upcoming matchup this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs have been representing the AFC in the Super Bowl the last two years, and it has been a game in which the Titans and the Chiefs, they've had some very contested battles over the last several seasons, and so we should be in for another great game in Nissan Stadium this weekend. We're going to break that down. I know, and I know we're still riding high from the Buffalo Bills win, but it's a quick turnaround for this team. But before we get into that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, and the NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Denard, how are you doing today, my friend? Man, I'm doing great, Debo. How you doing? I'm still feeling great after Monday night's matchup, and I'm looking forward to this one, man. It's two quality opponents back-to-back. I know the Chiefs haven't exactly been what we've seen the last couple of years, but you have to know with Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey, they can catch fire on the offensive side of the ball anytime. Their defense is still suspect, so I'm thinking we might have another shootout on our hands this Sunday. You didn't say shootout, did you? I did say shootout. We had a shootout, <laughs> we had a shootout on Monday. We might get one on Sunday. I did, hope not. Ah, oh, man, those are, those are the best. I know you don't like hearing that as a former DB, no, Denard, but it's it makes it entertaining for the fans. Denard, when you first look at this matchup, what stands out to you? Well, Debo, it always starts with history. You know, these two organizations, you know, they go way back, you know, back into the 60s. Did you know that this series dates back to 1960 when 
the Kansas City Chiefs used to be, you know, their former name? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't. Dallas Texans. And the Tennessee Titans used to be who? Well, I mean, they, they used to be the Houston, Houston Oilers. Oilers. Like, I, I know that. But Houston I, I, Oilers. You got to remember that. Well, yeah. I mean, no, obviously. This I, is just, yeah. A lot of people don't even think about that. But, uh, you know, this is a history that dates back a long time and spans over decades. And, D, when I see this, when I look at this game, I just think matchups. Um, I look at this team from Kansas City, Debo, and they're 3-3. Three and three. They beat Washington 31-13. But this team is still, they're unpredictable. But as long as you have number 15, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, their half a billion dollar quarterback, then this organization and this team still have a shot at winning everything. You know, that, and that's the, the toughest part about this uh, matchup. The Chiefs are coming off of a 31 to 13 win against the Washington football team. And while that's a good, comfortable win, the football team has is, is not been what was advertised at the beginning of the season. A lot of people thought that they possibly would be battling Dallas to get the division for the NFC East, and that's just not been the case. What's crazy, though, Denard, and talking about Patrick Mahomes, is just he's not playing as great as he has. I mean, you look at him, he's still got 18 touchdowns this year, but he's already racked up eight interceptions, which I want to say is like more than he's had for each of the last couple of seasons. So he's been making some mistakes. And the Titans, I mean, you saw it. They were able to take advantage of a few Josh Allen mistakes on Monday. And if you can create some opportunities for the Titans offense, I feel like they would be able to really exploit this Chiefs defense, who is one of the worst in the league right now. Yeah, they're they're struggling, especially up front. You talk about Chris Jones, Jerron Reed, Derek, Nandi, Frank Clark. Frank Clark has always played at a high high level. I mean, he really he's really the 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 leader of that defense, and, and I, I'm I'm anticipating him getting those guys right. But their linebackers and Bolton and Hutchins, they just Hitchens. I'm sorry, they just look lethargic at times. If you look at this team, they struggle in man-to-man coverage, especially at the linebacker position, trying to cover tight ends. When I look at the Titans organization, I look at this team, I'm thinking this week this game can be very identical from an offensive standpoint in how you attack the Jets. We saw a lot of tight end screens. I think Big Swain, I think Michael Pruitt, I think Big Tommy, they can have a huge game this week. So I'm I'm thinking this game is really going to be about the matchups and the play of the tight ends, which can end up determining the fate uh, of the course of this game Sunday. Well, Denard, I mean, with the Titans, there's just so many injury concerns that we're still trying to figure out exactly who all is going to be available come game time. And you've talked about it the last several podcasts because whenever you do have a lot of uncertainties with the injuries, it's just next man up. Is there anything you have to say for the fans as far as like, I mean, what they might be able to expect for this? Are the Titans, like you think they're going to try to throw in any wrinkles here or there that's kind of outside of the the norm for them since they're going up against the Chiefs? No, no. You have to keep it just like you played Monday night. You have to take the guys that you have into battle and you, have, you can't deviate from the game plan because when you start trying to change things up, you change your identity of a defense and an offense, respectively. So when you look at this team, of course, we lost, unfortunately, Kayla Farley, who me and you both, we're, we're heartbroken. I, I mean, I, I really feel for this young man, all of the work that he put in to get back on the field. Now he has an ACL 
uh, injury. And then you talk about Cam Batson. Cam is not just a chain mover receiver, but he's also big in the special teams. We really count on Cam to making big plays as a special team player. Well, we don't know Jayon's situation, but David Long Jr. stepped in Monday night, like you said, had 14 tackles, really to me was the MVP of the game. And then Christian Fulton go on the IR. So when you look at this secondary, they've been decimated by injuries. But I love Breon Borders and Chris Jackson. They played well. Excuse me. They played good Monday night. They battled Stephon Diggs. I love the fact that when their number was called and when there was a play that needed to be played, both of them made some big plays in a crucial part of the game. So you have to take that same mentality, Debo, playing against Kansas City, playing against Indy and whoever else down the line, I mean, you have to step up and play big because remember when you play in the national football league, they don't just give you a number to sit there. When you're, when your number is called there, they anticipate you coming in and playing as if you were play just like the starter, whoever was previous at that position, they don't expect there to be a drop off. And we didn't see that Monday night and we shouldn't see it Sunday. When you, Look at what the Titans and what they might want to do on that defensive side of the ball. You always talk about it being a copycat league, Denard. And a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned it. The Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills just absolutely destroyed them. That game ended 38-20. to It really wasn't even that close. And Buffalo had them from the jump. And it's one of those things where we saw Patrick Mahomes throw it 54 times, but he only completed 33 passes, 272 yards. I mean, that's... That's pretty good normally for him. Those are pedestrian numbers, and he had two touchdowns and two interceptions. If you're the Titans, are you expecting to see the same style of game plan where the Bills, they didn't send a single blitz on that game? I mean, they kept sending four-man fronts at him, but they would be mixing up like who was coming, when, and where. Are you expecting to see the team kind of just drop back, play zone, and make sure that they don't get beat over the top, and we see more of that bend-don't-break style that we saw this past Monday? Yes. <laughs> okay. I yeah, figured it's a, so. It's a copycat league. Yeah. yeah. You know okay. what? Well, guess what the Buffalo did? They took a page out of Tampa's book last year. You know, this is a copycat league. They went, you know what Buffalo did is Leslie Frazier consulted with, um, he consulted with Todd Bowles. And, and listen, that's what coaches do. They talk amongst one another and then they got together and say, how do you, how do you combat this offense and their playmakers? It's easy. Make sure you keep everything in front of you. Do like Tampa did in the Super Bowl. Make Mahomes' life miserable by taking your players. You're, you're talking about big Jeffrey Simmons. You're talking about the pass rush coming along. You're talking about T.R. Tart, big Autry, and Bud Dupree or Ola. You're talking about those guys. Let those guys go and hunt. Take you your didn't even mention Harold Landry, Denard. Oh, you know what? I don't have to mention Harold Landry because he's in a league of his own right now. Believe me, he's going to get paid. But what I'm saying is you don't necessarily have to blitz every team. You can play them just like Tampa did. Blitz them probably one time. If they get 62 snaps, make one time you blitz them. But make sure you just keep everything because this is a team that's predicated. Their offense is predicated on making the big plays. David, you know, as long as you got Tyreek Hill, you know what they want to do with Tyreek. They want to basically run him 50 yards downfield and just throw the ball. You talk about Miko Hartman. Those guys are explosive playmakers. But you know what you do, Davey? Just keep everything in front of you, tackle it, and don't let them beat you. And when you can do this, I mean, look at the Los Angeles Chargers. They did the same thing. Uh, Mahomes only, what, what had 260-yard passing. 
So if you really look at it, it looks like any time that he's not making explosive plays and throwing for under 300 yards, then that's putting them at a disadvantage. And you know, offensively, if you put this team at a disadvantage, defensively, they're probably not going to hold up. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like if the Titans, their defense can make a turnover or force a turnover here or force one there, I think this offense is going to be able for the Titans to put up some points to where they're just going to outscore the Chiefs. Game is at home for Tennessee. That's, I believe, back-to-back road games for the Chiefs. So, I mean, they might be a little tired there. But it's just about the bend, don't break, man. I look back at this Buffalo game, the Chiefs in the red zone. They were only 2 of 5 whenever it came to scoring touchdowns. And that's exactly what the Bills were for the Titans on Monday. If you can just hold them to field goal attempts, like this is a team you're going to be able to beat unless their defense just all of a sudden starts to click. But from what I've seen so far, I don't expect that to happen. And it's a game that the Titans, even though they're a five and a half point dog, I still feel good about their chances whenever you go into this one. I mean, the Titans are a five and a half point dog against the Bills as well. And I don't know if it's just a recency bias or they're more concerned with the Titans from an injury standpoint, but I figured this game would be a little bit closer given that it's in Nissan Stadium. The Chiefs haven't exactly looked that good, and the Titans have shown this offense can continue to score, but I guess they're thinking it's the Chiefs. So what? We'll just continue to do it. When you are the Titans, though, what would be your game plan on the offensive side of the ball? I mean, is it as simple as just let Derek have 30 carries run for 200 yards and we'll call it a day? No, you have to expose their perimeters. Their cornerbacks, Davey, and I'm going to talk about uh, Chochavius Ward, and Legereus Sneed, Davey, let me tell you something, Debo. We can work these players, okay? They give up a lot of big plays in the passing game. You know, Davey, it's so bad. I love Daniel Sorsen. I think he's one of the smartest safeties in the league. He just, he doesn't get a lot of attention. But if you ever watch when that team is playing at a high caliber, you see Daniel Sorensen literally close to the line of scrimmage. He really, to me, is the pulse of that defense. I, I don't think they're going to be starting Daniel Sorensen. Him and Tyron Matthew, I don't know what's going on with those two, but they're not on the same page. And when you look at their secondary, it bothers me as, as a former defensive back, the explosive plays that they're giving up. I thought Buffalo just basically took it to them. And their defensive backs, they try to play man-to-man. They struggle. And what I don't understand, Steve Spagnuolo, who's one of the best defensive minds in the game today, you think about Steve Spagnuolo, you talk about the 2007 Giants that defeated New England, that New England team that came in the Super Bowl with an undefeated record, and he shut down that offense with Tom Brady and Randy Moss. So Steve Spagnuolo, he's got to be creative and get those guys in the back half because They're getting gashed in the run front. We saw Buffalo take it to them. A lot of the up the gut, which is, I mean, that's what Tennessee loves to do. If you look at the Texans defense last year when when the Texans played Tennessee the first game of the season, you saw Derek with a lot of those going between the guard and the tackles and sometimes between the center and the guard. Those, what I like to call them the up the gut. That's what Tennessee sometimes make their, that's their bread and butter. This is a team that struggles. When you look at their defensive line with Reed and Jones and uh, and then Frank Clark is not playing like the Frank Clark that we've seen in the, in the past. So there's so many holes on this defense. The question, Davey, that I have is that they're actually getting better. And so what I have for you, do you think that the momentum that they generated beating Washington will carry over to this game Sunday? There's a chance, but I just look at that Washington offense and I just – I, I can't I can't see it, man. Like I, I'm I'm not big on Taylor Heineke. I just don't 
think that he's going to be the guy long-term. Statistically, you look at the running backs, they weren't able to get anything going. It was just a rough day for the entire Washington football team, and so it could provide that spark. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would look, again, I know anything can happen, and I know I talk about it all the time that the Titans play to their level of competition, but I would look more to how they fared against Buffalo, seeing as, I mean, that's our most recent common opponent, and it's one of those things to where I, I think the Titans can mimic a lot of what Buffalo was able to do defensively. I know that the secondary concerns from an injury standpoint might be bad, but for whatever reason, I usually just feel fairly confident whenever we're playing the Chiefs, and I, I don't think that I should say that, but I, I just I just do for whatever reason. Yeah, and l- let's give Patrick Mahomes a break on those eight picks. Two of those, <laughs> the sorry. Well, that Tyre one against Reeks Washington, I saw, man. Yeah, that's Tyreek's fault. I'm sorry. Tyreek, it's twice. He had one against Buffalo where it went right through his hands and the, res- and the defender was able to pick it off. So let's just say he has six picks and two of those, uh, I'll say Tyreek's fault. But again, they lose Claude Edwards Heller. That's a huge blow. I love Williams. But you know who their sec- second leading rusher is? Uh,. Is it one of their receivers that they give the ball to out of the back? Like, I mean, are they like, no, oh, it's the is just Mahomes? Gave a half a billion dollars. Okay, there you Mahomes. go. Okay. Just Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> so maybe if we just do like Tampa, let's contain number 15. What you do is do not let Miko Hartman, do not let Byron Pringle, and do not let Tyreek Hill. Don't let them get over the defense, just like you played. Monday night, keep everything in front of you and tackle it and make sure that you account for Travis Kelsey. He is that X factor. Uh, He hasn't been putting up those big numbers, but again, he is dangerous. He is a future Hall of Fame tight end. They have a lot of explosive players on that offensive unit. They have an offensive line uh, who's just given, they've just given up, what, five sacks for the season. So they've been consistent in protecting him. What you have to do is make Mahomes, do not let him plant his feet, get stationary in the pocket, move him side to side, make him work. Do not let him get comfortable you got to make sure that you make him work for everything that he's able to get because he's going to make some plays, but you got to account for 15 and 87. If you account for those two, make sure they don't beat you and, and then let don't do not let Hartman, Pringle, and Hill get over over the top of the defense. Then guess what? It allows you to be successful on the defensive side of the ball. If you're able to get that pressure on Mahomes, I know he's still one of the more accurate ones on the run, but just get him flustered, man. Get some hits on him early. I, I think it really could be to where he's just not been in the rhythm that we've seen from him in the past. And so this is an opportunity to take advantage of him playing at not the level we're accustomed to watching. Now, from a running back standpoint, like you said, I mean, Williams, maybe he can get something going, but it's not like Andy Reid has been trying to establish the run for this team. I mean, you just mentioned the half billion dollars like that's the guy that they're gonna pay him that much money he better be holding on to the ball majority of the time and if you can force a turnover here or there which the titans last couple of games they've been able to get one where it counts i think it can be just what the team needs to to keep things rolling and i I really right now man i i just i do think if you want to talk about like a spark I, i think how the titans played on offense there late in the second half against buffalo seeing as that was one of the best defenses in the league, if the Titans can just keep it rolling, man, I feel good going into this game. I know it's not necessarily the the most in-depth breakdown there is, but for whatever reason, I'm just 
maybe I'm still just kind of on a uh, a high from Monday night's epic fourth Let's quarter come comeback. But, <laughs> no yeah. despair. Remember, no despair. I know. Despair. I know. You, you, you got you to come back down. But it's just I've watched this Chiefs team, and I don't know if it's just because I'm not seeing what I've seen from them in the last couple of years. Denard, if, if we look at the Chiefs and we look at who they've played, I don't think that they've had that statement win. You know, like that was the thing for the Titans. They were able to get that statement win. So maybe with the Titans playing like that, maybe people will look and be like, you know, I know the Chiefs are favored, but the Titans are looking good and they're coming off that big win. So if you look at the Chiefs' schedule right now, you mentioned that they're 3-3, three and three, but their wins are over the Browns week one. They then proceed to get beat by the Ravens and the Chargers. They beat the Eagles, who it's nothing to write home about. They did put up 42 in that that one, but they then get demolished by the Bills on Sunday Night Football, and then they have the, the big big win, I put in quotes, against Washington this past Sunday. I, just, I look at this game. It's a great opportunity for the Titans to continue to add another win on the schedule, uh, continue to build up a case for a better seed come playoff time. And I still think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. But if anyone's talking about like, oh, this is definitely a game the Titans are going to lose, I, I just don't think they've been paying attention. You want me to show you like a pattern, Debo? And I'm going to tell you something right now that Mike Vrabel is addressing us with this football team. What he's doing right now, Mike Vrabel, so when he when they come into team meeting, he's going to look at this team. He's going to say, guys, let's let's look at this. We come out the first game of the season, we get basically blowed away, 38-13 against Arizona, who's the only undefeated team in the National Football League, by the way. What are they, 6-0? So congratulations to Eric. Yeah, they look at Kyler Murray. K-2? Boy from Allen, Texas. I'm sorry, I get excited about the Texas boys. But what you do, if you're Mike Vrabel, this is what he's saying, Debo. We lost 38-13. We gave up 250 sacks a game, that game. Then we come back in Seattle and we play lights out. We beat Seattle, a really good team at the time. I know they've had a lot of injuries and then Russell's gone down, but we come back in overtime and beat them 33-30. We come back and play Indy, play a great game. But again, there's a pattern. We Here's a game against the Jets. We talked about this. No disparity in the National Football League. We get beat 27-24 uh, in New York. Then we come back against Jacksonville. Davey, Jacksonville had some opportunities to capitalize and to possibly win that football game, but they self-inflicted with some of the mistakes that they've made. And then you come back Monday night and you won again. So it looks like an L, two wins, L, two wins. So the question is, is are you guys going to go out there and not follow a pattern? Because the pattern is, it seems like we put together two weeks and then we come back the third week and we absolutely shoot ourselves in the foot. So this is the this is a game for Tennessee, it might be a statement game and saying, how do we get over this hump and not continue to go down the same road that we've been going down in the past? They have to change this narrative because if they don't, it can get them beat. So that's what I'm looking at right now, Debo. And I'm looking at a Kansas City team right now. I told you Steve Spagnuolo is a great defensive coordinator. So right now, he only allowed that Washington team the 13 points. Now, he knows when he's coming to Nashville, he's going to play a good play against a very hot team right now. But what they have to do is to remember, we got to come out with a sense of urgency Sunday. We can't come out lethargic or, you know, just coming out like we're just not there. Because if they do that, then what's going to happen is this is a team. 
This is a team that will get beat. And when you look at this Kansas City Chief team, Davey, they've gone to the, who's gone to the Super Bowl the last two years? They won one and lost one, the Chiefs. So that means they can figure it out. And they have the same coaching staff. You got the great Andy Reid and the offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He's not mentioned for all of the jobs from USC to all of the other coaches that's going to be fired <laughs> at the end of the season. His name continues to pop up for a reason. So Eric Bieniemy is also trying to put up a claim for. Uh, his stake as a head coach. So again, this is a team that probably would come to Nashville. They're hungry to prove that, you know what, we, we, we haven't beat a team with a winning record. So again, it's going to be a tough game Sunday. And this game is going to be close, Debo. I agree with you. I think it will be close. I think both teams are going to be in the 30s. Uh, the Titans, whenever they reach that 30 plus point mark, they're undefeated this year. Uh, the Chiefs, when they reach it, they are three and one. So, I mean, obviously they and then that one was uh, that epic game where they, they lost by one to the Ravens, 36-35. to 35. You, t- you talk about streaks, Denard. It's one in which, for the regular season, the Titans have won three straight against the Chiefs. This is a team, for whatever reason, on the road, at home, they've done well against. I know that they had the AFC championship let down, but, I mean, outside of that one, the Titans have had the Chiefs' number as of late. Even when you go back to when they met in Arrowhead for the playoffs prior to that one, back when Marcus was still the quarterback. But I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch. I understand Mahomes can take off at any moment. He can get things going. And we very well could be in store for another game like we saw Monday night. And can the Titans' defense be able to make a stop when it matters most? I I think if you win the turnover battle here, you're going to win the game. But Denard going into this game, one of the big weapons that the Titans could be getting back, though, is Brett Kern. I don't know a lot of people are like a punter being a weapon. It's like, man, field position can can be uh, critical. And even though Townsend did well for us the last couple of weeks, his numbers still haven't been as good as Kern when healthy. So I'm interested to see what the Titans can do there. They can't afford to have any lapses in special teams. I will say that. You can't let one of their returners get loose. I mean, they got some quick guys back there that are able to make something happen. So got to be discipline stay in your lane and like I mentioned it in the episode recapping the Buffalo win Titans were able to be fortunate that there was a hold there because if not the offense was going to have to go back down for another game-winning drive because they had that 101 yard kickoff return for a touchdown but fortunately Buffalo had a penalty and it all it, it didn't matter at the end of the day and there there was some more times in the game Buffalo had you know because they had a situation where Sanders was actually open uh, he actually beat Caleb, but unfortunately the pressure got to Josh Allen. And there, there was also a miscue where Diggs got behind the defense running on by himself, but the pressure got to Josh Allen. So he couldn't go to his second or third read. So again, they had opportunities as well, but that's what happens when you have a great defensive line. It can cover up a lack of play by the secondary. Davey, games like this, it, it really scares me because you said it best. Sometimes they play down to lesser competition, but I don't believe in such thing as, in the NFL as lesser competition. If you don't bring your A game on Sunday or Monday night, and it's and, and you got to take take this in consideration, Debo. It's a short week, so you got, remember you play Monday night. Now you got to you don't have any rest day. Typically, this team is still a little beat up from Monday night, so they're going to have to get healthy 
And this is, a, I'm telling you, it's a hard when you play a Monday night game and then have to come back the, fall, the Sunday and play. It's tough and it's taxing on your body, but you got to get yourself mentally going. And it starts Wednesday because if you take this team lightly, you know, this is the kind of like the New York Jets, they've probably, if caught in fire, they got some really good coaches. And when you have really good coaches, they know how to get a team going. They know how to get got to light a fire under sometimes uh, uh, some guys, butt and get them going. So again, do not take this game lightly. This is going to be a good football game. Uh, it, it's probably going to be high scoring. If it is, it, let's hold on and let's just hope that Tennessee will find a way to win. But again, this is going to be a tough game. Yeah, D. And so to, I guess, get into this game or our final thoughts, what are you thinking is going to be the outcome? What do you have happening on Sunday? Woo. Well, this game is much like Jacksonville and a lot like New York. Uh, you don't know which Kansas City team is going to show up. If the team shows up that played Sunday against Washington, this game could come down to who has the ball last, who has. And if it's Patrick Mahomes, and typically we know what he can do with the ball when it's a crunch time, he, he lives for those times. I'm anticipating if Tennessee comes out with a sense of urgency and they can exploit this defense and start early and pound them, then this game can be over at halftime. But this game, unfortunately, I believe it's going to come down to who has the last, who has the ball last. So that's who's going to win this game. But, but I got Tennessee, if they take care of the business, I got Tennessee winning 31, 24. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Definitely have to go in here to take care of business. I have the Titans coming out on top. I have a higher scoring than you. I guess I would say the overs the play here, but I got the Titans winning this one 34 to 30. Very close to what we saw this past week. I will say one of the stats that a lot of people probably don't know, but Andy Reid has not fared well against the Titans during his tenure as a head coach. Well, Andy Reid has been a head coach in the NFL. He's only two and eight against the Titans in the regular season. So just a stat to keep in the back of your mind there. But D, before we get out, any closing thoughts, my friend? Sense of urgency and take care of your business. That's all I got to say this week is just take care of your business. Short and sweet, I like this, it. You know what? Yeah, short yeah. week. And you know what happens after this week? You got to go on the road for two weeks. <laughs> so, And you know where they got to go. They got to go yep. to Indy and they're going down to Los Angeles. Yeah, it'd be, be very beneficial for this team if they're able to get up to five and two on the year. Yes. Make things a lot easier because when you do look at that back half of the schedule, compared to a lot of the other teams in the league, Titans do have a fairly easy road to navigate when you look at it across the broad spectrum, but I don't know. We got, we got a long ways until we get there. We'll continue to take it week by week, but Hey, another opportunity for the Titans to go up against a big name brand, but Titans chiefs one o'clock. We'll see what happens. Denard and I will be here to break it down after the game goes final, but that is going to do it for us today for Denard Walker. I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to believe in Titans presented by bet online on the believe podcast network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, 
If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.